Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Under the A Umbrella podcast hosted by WeWe Media Group. We're the first network based in Asia to bring you all the insider news on everything affiliate related. Wherever you are in podcast land, we hope this podcast brings value to you and your business, no matter what vertical you're running. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and fellow affiliates, because the more we share, the more value we can bring to the industry. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Everything Under the A Umbrella, brought to you by WeWe Media. And today we have an amazing guest,、uh, one of the industry-leading ad、uh, platforms out there, Rich Ad. We have Anastasia joining us, and、uh, here to talk about her platform and a little bit more about casino marketing in specific.、Um, Anastasia, the platform is yours. Introduce yourself to our audience. I know they're very excited to hear you. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me.、Uh, yes, my name is Anastasia. I work for WeChat's advertising network.、Uh, basically, I'm working there as a chief commercial officer at the moment. So that means that I'm dealing with all the clients and all the traffic that is on our site.、Mm-hmm. And can you tell me a little bit more about Rich Ads and what you guys specialize in? What type of ad、um, ads that you specialize with? There's push or、um, In-app or display,、uh, what is what is kind of the inventory available on your platform? Ah,、uh, yeah, sure. So we started a long time ago, and we started as、uh, Rich Push, I think.、Uh, some people know us、uh, by this particular name. And、uh, then, with the time, we added pops to our、uh, campaigns, and then we had this domain called Rich Pops. And after that,、mm-hmm. we started making an in-page. So that was just,、uh, you know. Uh, two ways for us: either continue making new domains with new names and have like several networks,、uh, or、mm-hmm. just unite everything under one name. <clears throat> that is when we came with the three chats, and we just united all the formats that we have. So right now we are working with、uh, push, we are working with pops, we are working with in page and direct click, and we are also starting on native. So that would be a new thing for us,、mm, uh, new thing from us、uh, in 2023. We are working with all the geos,、uh, so <clears throat> we have a huge inventory and.、Uh, Basically, our main focus is on gambling, on antivirus, and on betting. We do a little bit for other offers, but like our main focus are in this particular verticals.、Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. So,、um, what I want to do in the first segment of this is kind of bring it back and dial it back to you know when you started at Rich Ads, kind of yeah, sure. the journey it's been.、Um, I see that you've come in as customer success manager, and you. Worked your way all up the ranks, all the way to chief commercial officer. So when you came in from as a customer success manager,、uh, what was that role? Where were you coming from before the industry?、Um, and yeah, what kind of I guess how were you introduced to the industry?、Uh, so oh, yeah, I started probably almost five years ago in this company, and I started as a newbie. I was working as an account manager, so I was working with clients and I was helping them to. You know, reach the highest success、uh, within our campaign. And、uh, before that, I used to work for a crypto project. It was like a startup, but it was completely different from what I do here, what I did here at the first time. So everything was new for me. The whole industry was really new for me. 
And uh, a part of my job was uh, just, you know, communicating with uh, the customers, with advertisers, helping them. So that was easy because I was doing this before. So that part was like natural for me. Uh, but the biggest challenge was the optimization process. As an account manager, you need to um, be able to optimize the campaigns of your advertisers and like, you know, to give all the recommendations about the microbidding and stuff and um, how to really get like the highest possible results. So that's part where I, I just learned from the very start and uh, yeah. it took a lot of practice to really, you know, mm-hmm. understand how it, how it's done and everything. So yeah, that's probably the way. And then I, I don't know, I just, uh, in a couple of years, I became like a head of the department where I was working. And mm-hmm. kind of after that, I became to the position where I am. But it's, uh, I mean, it's cool because uh, I started from the like very first steps of account manager, being account manager. Mm-hmm. And I just know the whole process because I yeah. actually was participating in it while building yeah. my careers. And for sure, I think <laughs> that um, whenever you come in at a more of an entry level role, and you kind of work your way up, you accumulate all of these different skills that you never had before. Like, you know, what you were describing really sounded almost like data analytics, you know, and coming from somewhere where you didn't really do this on a daily basis. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess you just every day when you're surrounded by it, you learn these different skills. And if you're surrounded by good people, um, you know, if you're a quick learner, you're like a sponge and you just like <laughs> absorb everything. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, if you're uh, kind of, just starting your career yes it's very easy to learn something new because i mean you don't really have the way of doing things mm-hmm. so it's it's mm-hmm. easy for you to learn you know to implement it to yourself whether you're just like switching to career where you've been working for 20 years and you know mm-hmm. everything in that field and you're switching to new field and you're like always comparing so it's easier to do it from the start Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think as you grow on, then there's, you know, you're the proper candidate for that position because you kind of seen everything and you, you know, when you start up in a startup company, you kind of wear so many hats, you know, you probably are a chief yeah, commercial exactly. officer, but you're involved in a lot more other things as well. So, um, you said uh, you're, yeah, you guys, it is like that. you guys started in 2012, you said, or 13? When we're, when uh, with, uh, me myself i started it in 2018 i think okay. and uh the company uh started a long time before we was just doing a couple of different things and with uh push i guess uh, we started in 2017 2018 i mean with the platform itself but we was working with traffic i don't know mm-hmm. since probably 2012 2013. so when you came in in, in 2018 um how has the company changed? What was the company's focus when you came and uh, how has it evolved since then? So were you focused on a specific ad format when you came in? Have you added a lot since you since you joined over the past few years? Um, it's, uh, it's, it's actually funny because uh, as you told, it's like it was like just a startup, you know, and everything was really I mean, chaotic and everyone was doing like multiple things and it it wasn't really some kind of processes that we had at this point and it was you know very 
um, exciting place to work. And uh, mm-hmm. over the time, we build all these processes. So everything is like everyone has a specific role in our company right now. And uh, it just uh, helps with the communication and everything is just working smooth. But in terms of the vertical, I've seen how the industry has been shifting because in back in 2000. 18 2019 i remember there was a huge like uh, a huge amount of nupra offers uh coming and a huge amount of sweepstakes that was just probably like the main part of our work and with the time we saw how uh the gambling is growing in particularly on push and on pops and it's kind of uh, this vertical they just switched uh i don't think that the geos uh, themselves has switched because uh, i mean um all the snootra offers they were really popular in asia and right now uh, gambling is popular in asia so i think in mm-hmm. terms of volumes in the countries we haven't changed that much but the verticals that we are working with uh, are changing and it's uh, it's something that is happening every year some particular vertical is becoming less popular something new appears so it's already mm-hmm. it's, it's always like a process where you mm-hmm. You one thing that you're completely sure that you it wouldn't be the same next year because of mm-hmm. all the changes that are happening mm-hmm. and yeah, just a constant change. Yeah, I mean that's definitely something that we can relate to at WeWe Media the network of you know what verticals are doing best this year um, and you know there's definitely like a a window of opportunity where you can really if you're first to a, a vertical or a country you can really kind of smash it and, and before a lot of other people do. And then uh, I have a lot of experience media buying as well. And, you know, it's always about finding the new stuff and, and testing the new stuff that, uh, you exactly. know, sometimes isn't so popular. So um, I see that you guys kind of are spread focused across a few verticals like utilities, finance, forex, sweepstakes, uh, casino and Nutra. What is the breakdown of kind of where the revenue is going these days on your platform in, in terms of verticals? But how would you rank those verticals? I would rank them from uh, gambling, then antivirus, then betting, then I would place probably like casino financial offers and then it would be just some kind of a dating. And mm-hmm. with the sweepstakes and with Nutra, we do have these offers, but in terms of, um, you know, if we compare it with the previous verticals I mentioned, it's uh, not such a huge amount of them. Mm-hmm. and. It has different reasons. Uh, I mean, uh, if you're working with gambling and, for example, you have offer that is uh, determined to bring, for example, uh, deposits, then obviously you have uh, large budgets, right? Mm-hmm. And with uh, Nutra offers, it's usually like per leads or per sale and just the CPA there, it's kind of way lower, so the budgets kind of lower as well and uh yeah that's just i mean it's it's a logical thing and uh, when you think about it it's mm-hmm. um it's nothing surprising and uh, during the past probably like in 2020 and this year we started to be more focused on gambling and we see how this vertical is really growing with us it's it's, mm-hmm. it's exponentially growing each month so um that's the thing that we will be focused for in 2023 we believe we have really good traffic for these kind of offers we have lots of clients uh we see lots of results so that's something that we will develop nice nice so let's 
let's kind of dig a little deeper here and talk about casino a bit because it is uh, very interesting for us as well because just like you um i think we made a some a serious shift in direction towards uh devoting more resources to the casino vertical. So we kind of hired a casino team. We brought in people who ran their own brands in the past. Um, and this group kind of really opened us up to like, wow, how big this uh, vertical is. And it's been around for a while. Um, you know, it is a part of human nature to be interested in gambling and obviously adult stuff. And, you yeah, know, this sure. is one of the verticals that's never going to go away, which is why I feel like it's, a staple in our industry um, and even though these you know brand operators do have ways of uh, acquiring customers without our industry um, it is still a very you know big revenue stream for them so I do see a lot of casino networks at shows I have been to IGB I see how massive those boots are and, you know um, it's, it's massive and obviously those boots cost a lot of money so I've never ever run into like a a poor casino before or a broke casino so obviously there's a lot of people pumping a lot of money into these into these uh these operators online so um let's talk about geos um and what geos are doing well on rich ads for casino because that's as an affiliate that's what i'd be interested in is where do i start you know what what, what is driving the most volume as of i would say the past six months or three months for you uh, it really depends. So uh, I, I mean, it's obvious that all the tier one geos are really successful because basically they have uh, like huge amount of money, yeah, and they usually play for fun, not so much for the earnings. And in terms of uh, you know the longevity of these users, they are really they are higher, and uh, just because they are like more wealthy and they are more eager to um really put money into it and uh yeah uh, so if you're looking for the kind of uh, you know long-term customers and stuff then probably you should go to like english speaking countries from tier one which is basically like united states and canada they are really huge in, in volumes and everything but the point is that if you're a newbie it's really hard to really get there <clears throat> because uh, these markets are really competitive and uh, oh, yeah. yeah just in terms even of the first deposit it's it's always higher there yeah and it's mm -hmm. uh, I mean it's, it's a big difference and if uh, you don't have such a large like amount of budget for your first test or you just starting with it then definitely you can go to uh countries uh, basically mm -hmm. brazil has been like a huge uh, uh gambling country starting staying inside and probably 2021 latest 2021 and it will be this year as well uh we see that lots of offers are running to asian region so uh this yeah, is uh, sure. also another way how you can really bring that uh profit for yourself and uh but there are like some differences in terms of approaches that you will have while running these different countries because uh, i mean uh, for like tier two and three countries of course you will need to have a lower minimal deposit because basically people will not and really gamble mm -hmm. and uh, again there are like a competition there yeah but you just need like um a lower funds to start i would it. say like the traffic costs cheaper 
Um, it is. It is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, what about when it comes? Because I think I noticed about Latin is like uh, traffic costs are cheaper. The volume is still there. Like there's tons of you know, uh, I would say people, yeah, of tons of people in in Latin America, even Southeast Asia. I live in Southeast Asia now. I live in the Philippines. Um, I can see how fast it, it's been growing um, in the past couple of years um, here. So I, I do see trends kind of picking up. I mean, I, I totally agree in terms of U.S. and Canada might be kind of where the big boys play, where the big budgets play. Um, you know, yes. it's not like you can't make it work, but you got to know what you're doing um, over there because it yeah. costs a lot of money to, to test. And, yeah. It's kind of an expensive traffic. Even I mean, if we're talking for like push and pops, which is basically really, I would say, affordable forms of traffic uh, when it comes to these geos to one mm-hmm. like uh united states and canada it, it's more expensive than the rest of the world and uh mm-hmm. the thing is uh that several offers are working great for these particular like two countries that is why like mm-hmm. your cpc is way higher than you would be for like asian countries or latin america mm-hmm. and uh, if we're talking about europe then it's probably the biggest one is germany of course and mm-hmm. uh switzerland and these countries are really good in terms of um volume and in terms of interest for the gambling industry uh but they are again more expensive than it would be for latin america and for uh asian region so one thing as a media buyer that i'm always like interested in is yes it could be say brazil is like kind of the new hot geo this month or the past few months um mm-hmm. but one thing the next step i look at is is there a lot of offers available because You know, one thing could be spiking and then all of a sudden, no, we're not taking any new players. And then you've set this, you know, you have this really strong campaign and there's no one to put all this traffic in this optimized photo. Is there, do you see a growing amount of offers in LATAM that it can handle the type of, I guess when one goes down, there's a lot of to replace it or is there like just one or two big hitter um, operators in, in LATAM? Uh, it's actually uh, a lot there because they are starting this uh, to get in this life consistent regulations and we were um, at the conference uh, in the end of this in the end of last year and it was a gambling conference basically where in Malta and all these big gambling companies mm-hmm. were there everyone was talking about Brazil like everyone uh, had their head up to this particular country because they see a lot of potential in there because again it's getting uh highly like you know regulated and legalized there so it's easier to really work uh with big brands uh and the only thing uh for brazil that you need to remember that uh the payment options that they have there they are different from what you would see in tier one countries they yeah. have their own like particular yeah. payments so when you choose the offer you need to make sure that there are like a compatible payment systems that are out there because otherwise you wouldn't just you wouldn't just be able to get the deposits because we people basically wouldn't be able to pay so but the um, you know the competition among the offers there is high as well so and it will be growing during this year for sure I don't know, maybe it will triple by the 2025. This is kind of estimation that we have. So um, this is definitely a hot geo to look into. Mm-hmm. So um, is this, would you be recommending running it through? Is it push ads is what the, the actual ad form that's doing well in, in LATAM right now? Or 
is it uh, a different type of format like pop or uh, um, in page uh, what I recommend to use is uh, push pops and direct clicks. So this is three formats that are working great for gambling. I wouldn't go with in page because in page is more of a you know push like pops and directly for sure. Yeah, and direct click. Uh, so okay. with push and pops, uh, I mean there are pops that are working great for gambling because basically this is uh, kind of really wide offer. So you don't really need to target a specific audience because uh like there is no really um you know a clear shift between the ages or the gender everyone plays everyone gambles so you can reach your audience no matter in which particular you know targeting you're aiming you can just go like completely wide and find the customers so pops even without you know any creative on it they will work great for this particular kind of offer if you are looking for uh deposits because again offer can be different like some offers they are looking for just registration some offers they are looking for deposits some people mm -hmm. are working on revenue shares so they looking for a little longevity of users you know, even the first deposit but the deposit that will make that they will make after all and with the direct click we see that the deposits are way higher than with other formats that we have so if you are looking for the deposit, then definitely you can go for the direct click. It's a bit more expensive, but in terms when you, in terms when you are looking for the deposit, you kind of uh, you can spend more than you spend on registrations because usually basically they pay a lot for like the deposits itself. And um, yeah, it's it's working great in terms of uh, the deposits, but like pops and uh, direct click and push all work great. So, um, is this mostly majority mobile traffic or desktop traffic that's doing well? Uh uh, we see both of them are doing well. Uh, but again, if you are going for, for like T1 countries, we see that um, everyone is aiming to get this, you know, like um, 45 plus uh, man audience and uh, they are tend to play from their computer still so what i recommend to do is to build two separate campaigns one campaign is for mobile and then you can just duplicate it and switch it to the desktop so it's basically two clicks for you and you will have two separate campaigns uh for different um different traffic source no different traffic sources <laughs> yeah so basically for uh desktop <laughs> and for about uh, different devices, yeah. Uh, in terms of other limitations, I wouldn't really go there because it's all uh, really a part of the optimization process. So the first test that you launch, I advise you to run uh, to as wide uh, audience as you can. So basically uh, as wide audience as you can. If you are launching for mobile, I wouldn't really, yeah, that's why. Uh, I wouldn't really go and choose any specific operational systems or like any specific regions in the countries, uh, cities, nothing like that. So I would just basically put the country itself, uh, put 
for example, mobile device and uh, just choose the premium group and go with that. And after like some time, usually it's up to a day, I will start optimizing because you will see the numbers, everything like what is converting for this offer for you, what is not. And you will, you will just be mm-hmm. like, you will have enough information to actually make some decisions and to exclude something or um or just you know mm-hmm. make big hire on some point so that mm-hmm. would bring you way more success than you would do it like at the first place and just cut part of traffic without even trying it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah for sure it's nice it's for me it's also a strategy is you know start wide and you start to cut the sub ids you know one by one you know based on the data that you guys given so, yeah exactly um, one thing that i kind of want to talk about um here is some of the features that rich ads have and and what they mean exactly so um what is what is performance mode so the performance mode is our like new i would say option that we have is basically the best sources from the platform based on the offer that you are running and we are providing them with you so it's uh, kind of the white list that you have without actual need to contact the manager and to ask for it and uh it's um the white list that we're updating so based on your results you will get new lists like what are working for you and you will get additional lists like it so performance mode is a great feature if you want to save your money and if you don't really have enough time for optimization to choosing really this particular sources that are great for you you can start with uh the this particular feature so that white list comes from the behavior of like people on your your platform uh yes 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 it's uh based on the performance of your campaign and based on uh the data that we have from our own launches uh on different offers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. interesting interesting i definitely will give that a test or have the team test that out as well um another thing i see here is the multi-format and op- an optimizer um as a feature uh, so the optimizer is basically helping you to optimize your campaign. What we are doing, our uh, our company is we're trying to save the time because we see that you can launch any campaign if you wouldn't really optimize it, it wouldn't be successful for a long time. Uh, I mean, if it's a campaign, some offers are like just three days long, you know, this kind of offers where it's some kind of a deal and you just launch it for three days then you switch it off and never launch again this offers might work great without optimization but if you have a long time a long-term offer where you're planning to run it like i don't know for months and year and then you definitely need to optimize it i've never seen an offer working for more than a month without optimization and having a great result and uh we see that uh especially for a newbie if you're a newbie it's hard for you to really understand how to really make the optimization work and um, yeah again you need a time to invest in this and everything is just like way more complicated than it could be so we made this optimizer where basically we're helping you to optimize your campaign we're telling you we're giving you different advices and you can basically just uh, like accept them and the mm-hmm. campaign will be optimized for you so what we are doing is we're 
like aiming to make it easier because again mm-hmm. it's uh, a win from both sides mm-hmm. you have great results that mean that you are staying with us for a longer period of time and if for example you just come for three days you don't do i don't know even for a week yeah you don't do any optimization you just like wasting your money and you walk away it, it's not a result for us it's not worth what we're looking for because we're looking for like a stable uh base of customers so we're really interested in your staying with us not rather like spending your whole money in like a few days and disappear so this is what we're aiming for mm-hmm. okay nice um i think like all the stuff that you guys have in place seems like you can make a media buyer out of anybody Um, all you gotta do is this is what we're aiming for actually yeah because uh when we started to build that it was just our focus from the very start because we understand why people like stop working and what they are really looking for and uh, yeah we have like all the account managers where your campaign can be fully managed if for example you don't have either time or possibilities or like skills for it it can be fully managed for you but also when send that we can't really provide an account manager for each single customer because customer because um some of them they want to stay self-serve and some of the customers i mean we have lots of customers so it's, it's kind of impossible to really have to really give the same attention to each of them and that's why we came with this different optimization strategies that we're building through the platform so everyone no matter what budget they have they can like have the same results mm-hmm. nice and um definitely going to take some of that advice and um see if i can apply it to our own campaigns moving forward uh and especially getting into those those regions and i guess one thing you know moving forward and talking about the future of what's coming up Um Brazil is hot now. Um I know you mentioned Southeast Asia, but are there any particular countries that are catching your eye of like, oh, I think this is kind of blowing up or this is blowing up. Um and is there does that have anything to do with like kind of regulatory environment? Um you know, what kind of dictates what's coming next in your in your opinion? Uh yeah, it's definitely something to do with uh, the regulations because basically you have to you need to have the licenses for these specific countries to really have uh, big brands. Uh, I mean the big brands to licenses for different countries. And what we see right now is that uh Germany is getting a lot of a lot of licenses this year and uh um probably the whole uh, Latin regions we see Peru is getting lots of licenses we see Brazil is getting a lot of licenses we see Chile so we're expecting this particular regions to also go really high in terms of gambling and that will all happen this year because they are really uh, looking uh, for this and big brands uh, like we're constantly having a conversation with them about like what is the next big country and they all are looking into this particular region so mm-hmm. i think we will have lots of brand there in 2023 nice nice and definitely um you know I've, i've seen it firsthand i've seen you know a lot of different um countries in the latin region and southeast asia pop like kind of grow over the past uh, six months being living here i kind of see all the different operators kind of popping up every sms texts are actually very popular here in the philippines um but the good thing is about like kind of casinos that there's so many different ways that you can make it work you know you can make it work with data you can make it work with other types of um traffic sources but 
Um, and that's why I think that it's such a good vertical to start with. I mean, or to get into and, and put resources because there's so many different ways to make it work. Um, and, you know, internally, we, we are big fans of push as well. So I do know the power of push if you do get it right and you do kind of do it properly. It is a scalable traffic source and, um, and a scalable niche. So, you know, if, if there are good offers, like you said, then it is something kind of ticks all of all the checks to kind of dive deep into a campaign. So um, I guess that kind of wraps up a, a, a bit of the, the serious stuff and the meat of it. And I did want to kind of close up this uh, podcast with a little bit more on a lighter note, a little getting to know you on a, on a faster level. So we call this kind of rapid okay. questions. Um, those are a set of rapid questions that I haven't even seen yet that the marketing team put together. So I, I keep it surprised though. I'm even like kind of don't know what's coming next. So I'm just going to name, I'm just going to ask you 10 things, um, off the top of like randomly. And you just say the first thing that pops into your head. Cool. Okay. <laughs> are you game? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Let's <laughs> well, do we that. We had a lot of, we had a lot of serious talk and now it's time to like kind of let loose a bit and relax. So, all right. If you could be an animal, which one would it be and why? Oh, God. Um, if I'm talking for myself, I would probably want it to be a dog uh, because of the loyalty. Loyalty, I really admire that. But in terms of what people usually call me is like a rabbit because I have a really huge two front teeth. So I have been called like that from my childhood. So Oh no. <laughs> that's, yeah, really. Well that's what you don't want. You don't gotta be that. Maybe good call you but you don't gotta be that. You can what kinda what kind of breed would you be? Because I've I have uh, I'm a big dog lover. So what kind of breed would you be? Uh I really like Corgi. Nice. They're very smart. All right. Next, this is not an interview about what kind of animal you want, but next is, what is the craziest thing that you've ever done to impress someone? I think I've done a lot, but um, the one thing that I have and that I'm really trying to stop doing is sometimes in a conversation where I don't know what the person is talking about, I pretend like I do. And sometimes, I mean, this is probably while growing up, just to look smarter, you know. And sometimes during the course of the conversation, it's actually like come up to the point where the person understands that I have no clue what we're talking about. And that part is embarrassing. So I'm always like, what I'm learning is to actually like say, no, I don't know this topic. Can you explain mm -hmm. more? And this was like a hard part for me because I had like lots of situations where mm -hmm. this is like the point of no, no return and you don't know how to act in the yeah. <laughs> But you've been lying the whole conversation. So yeah. So this is what I'm trying not to do to impress people. It's okay not to, to know shows. stuff. Um, yeah at conferences when it doesn't really have anything to do with what i do in the industry and then yeah you just kind of bring it on until it gets to a point like all right man uh, all right give me your card <laughs> yeah um, you need to change the topic yeah all right yeah, so next next one if you could switch lives with any fictional character for a day who would it be and why oh that's easy that's probably will be like a hard water because of the magic 
Harry Potter. Nice. Yeah, I, I would just like it would be cool to be a magician. You know, to do everything with the magic, either your own like skills and like everything. Do you ever watch?、Uh, mine would be.、Um, you ever watch Fast and the Furious? Yeah. I, I would be Dominic Toretto. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, Vin Diesel. Just to be like a really cool guy, yeah. <laughs>、uh, all right. So if you can be okay, if this is a okay, fine. It's kind of similar. So if you would be a superhero, what would you be? But you kind of said Harry Potter. Yeah. Okay.、Um, last one. What is the most unusual talent that you possess, or skill that you possess? Um. Sometimes when I meet people for the first time, somehow we get into really deep conversations, and I know that it's coming from my side. I don't, I don't really aim to do that, but somehow it's just turning all the time like that. And sometimes because people like start sharing stuff, they start crying. And people who know me, like who came with me, they are like, "Oh my gosh, started this again!" Because they see like the person is just crying, and I'm hugging them and like trying to calm them down. And、yeah. like people who know me, when we get like into the deep conversations, and they like, "Oh my god, you're doing this to me again!" And I'm like, "This is not the aim. I don't know how that happened, but this happening all the time with me." Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm just <laughs> trying to stay off the topic. I have a couple friends like that too, like. You know,、um, when they just all of a sudden they start talking, it goes into the deepest talk. And I was like, "Did you guys? Did you guys just meet? Like, why are you guys talking about like your life goals and stuff like that?" So I can completely yeah, relate to that. And it, it's funny.、Um, On the point of all these people, we are not aiming to make anyone cry. <laughs> just changing the circumstances, not us. <laughs> I actually feel myself crying right now. <laughs> We didn't、right. start here. So, Um, last thing is, why don't you kind of say goodbye、uh, to the audience and invite them to your network and see,、uh, you know, one last plug for you before we end the, the podcast. Ah,、uh, yeah, sure. So again, I just wanted to say thank you so much for inviting me today. I hope that this talk was actually useful, and I hope to see you all with gambling offers or maybe any other offers at our platform. We will do our best to. Show you the the success that you could have with us, and again, thank you so much. It was really great conversation. I really loved it. So, thank you again for inviting, and hope to be on your podcast again. All right, thanks a lot, Anastasia.、I、had a great time as well.、Um, have a great weekend, and thank you so much.